0: it's the behind the dish podcast with john buck all right and we're back after a long break of podcast i uh, like true catcher i i stumbled upon something doing my research and doing the podcast with jordan and and learning and and diving into some things and knew what direction i wanted to go to um, so now as a catcher i go and i game plan, scheme, prepare myself, get my team ready for what I want to do and go and provide and, and come for a new season. And a teammate here to my left, uh, Din uh is here to kind of have our podcast today to talk about NIL, <clears throat> uh, technology, entertainment, where is this technology going with our, our athletes. That's I think that's a huge thing. In Utah, it's a huge thing for being a lot of times sight unseen being able to get a scholarship in another place. That's a huge thing. And then where I feel like I've took this responsibility as I've learned and did this podcast, what can I do in my unique position to add value to my community around here, right? And stuff that I add value to podcast, and I think this is the first and foremost Of all the research and work we did the person i went and tried to find is din man uh din man uh history behind din he helped run major league baseball advanced media uh and i'll let you do a little more credentials because it flows through your mouth a little better (laughs) but my interaction with him when i was transitioning out of the game i was doing something with uh, next level locker which is in the collective bargaining agreement my involvement with a business of nil where i saw where nil was going you were kind of on the other side of the fence so to say and these negotiations where we're we're both part of and once we both had our chance and we had a it's in there we both had our uh, separation or parting or departure from either major league baseball or myself major league baseball and then but we both saw something eye to eye that we knew was going to change the game, and we both baseball united. We could see on each side, yes, we need to do this and get to. That's why we're there at the table. But it couldn't get it done. This technology thing and the importance of it. I've done all
1: the bump, sets, spikes. I well, it's, it's interesting. So John, John's a dear friend, and um, I'm grateful for our not just our friendship and partnership, but for the vision. You know, that you've always had and you've always demonstrated it as a player. You demonstrated it in your actions beyond just your ideas. And whether it was helping teammates and doing out the kindness of your heart, you you always came at it from a place of of purity. It was like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it. We're gonna do this right. It's like catching a game. I'm gonna win this game. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about what all the suits are doing back behind the behind all the fans in the stands. I'm worried about making my making my making my teammates happy first and making our fans happy second, mm-hmm. and we'll figure out the business. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I worked at MLB for 17 years. And but before that, I, you know, I, I had to pull myself up by the bootstraps and spend 10 years in offline media even before I got there. So just to get to MLB and to see how that all worked uh, was fascinating. And to be in, a, in board meetings with owners from you know, a third of the teams over the course of a 17 year period, four times a year. Hearing know. how they think and you know how they roll and what they're what they're trying to accomplish, and still many of them are are, are good friends. Um, it's all important. It's important to have gained that perspective to understand that. So John, you and I three years ago went and had pizza at Lombardi's Pizza down in Little Italy, the first place, first pizza place, um, and they still have the ovens from back in the day, and they still it only did. take cash.
0: So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, all that actual factual. When I travel from city to city, I love to find these things. Yeah. And the first thing Dan wanted to do, as we met this friendship, hey, I got to take you to this cool—the original pizza. I was like, I love this guy. He's into <laughs> history. So the so, actual. So I was also, I'm also
1: into pepperoni. So it was. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, it, was uh, it was. But that was this aha moment. I right. think for both of us, you, so. we talked about next level lockers and what you had been trying to do with that, mm-hmm. and how you know you're trying to go through the front door uh, as everybody should at first because i was doing door. the whole
0: lizard skin thing too yep. yeah
1: well you had done lizard skin you had been through you know you, you had some uh
0: some new, with
1: the union through the front door that i felt like this can happen yeah so it could work yep. but no and, and by the way there's still parts of it that the, that su- the success of it yeah. is something that nobody can take away from you you yeah. know you did these things that worked out extremely well And we're ahead of the curve in terms of helping players with nil but nil is a funny thing you know nil is is now it's this you know it's this acronym that applies to collegiate athletes specifically but in reality it applies to anyone with influence and people with influence who have leveraged that who've used it in whatever way to create value and to build their brand or to collaborate together to to build ideas and to bring those ideas to life make them happen it's a lot of why we started to meet at that pizza place and talk a lot about, okay, what are players doing? What are they looking for? And what can they do with their influence on their way up to understand the opportunity they might have? What can they do while they are at the top of their game at the ultimate level?
0: Getting accolades.
1: At getting accolades and, and dealing with that and understanding the responsibility and the opportunity that goes with that mm-hmm. that can help them in the time when they're out of uniform.
0: You hear that, Marshals? All
1: right, go ahead. So then there was... Then there's the legacy years, so all of a sudden you're out of uniform, For me. right? Okay. And but you're still young, mm-hmm. and and now your career is getting a little bit shorter because of all these data, these data that are your data that that tell your story. Mm-hmm. You know, life is math, and and who you are as a player and how you perform and succeed as a player, it's all recorded. You know, there's all whether it's on camera, or whether it's in your statistics, it data all makes everywhere. up who you are.
0: Data metadata, as you've your educated. biographies
1: are richer than ever now seeing things with biomechanics and seeing things with these other ways to capture you what you're doing what you're achieving how you're pulling that off but i think the most important part you know that we talked about was when the content of who you are as a person that your content is not just a story your content is not just an article your content is not just you know a movie not everybody gets to gets to have a movie like 42 made about their life jackie robinson but as you, the more you meet people and have these conversations, discuss with them the substance of their story. And we arrived at a word called purpose yeah. and people understanding their purpose and figuring out, okay, you know, I'm still having fun. I'm a kid. I'm playing baseball. I'm a third baseman or I'm a catcher. And I don't know why, by the way, some of my dearest friends in life are catchers. Um, but I Our think it's because go the worry, way you, you think, you, you sit there and you can see the whole field. Your face is covered by a mask for good reason in your case. <laughs> I and, like you. <laughs> and you, and you're, you know, you're calling the shots, yeah. though, and you're game planning, and you have to evolve with the game yeah. probably faster than anybody else on the field. Right, you have to evolve that. more yeah, about where are guys positioned and where are the, in, in softball's case, where are the, where are the women positioned and how, what are you doing to help solve this and what are you doing to help make the team successful? Mm-hmm. So you always thought about the team. You always yeah. had to think about the team. Yeah. And you always had to think about the opponent. Yeah. So how do I set up my, my team, team to beat them? 100%. And this person is inclined to swing early in the count. This person's inclined to swing late at the count. This person chases high. This person chases low. Um, it's a lot to know. It's a yes. lot to process. So-and-so
0: doesn't like to throw high. Yeah.
1: It's sort of like a point, you reach a point in your life where it's like people introduce you to new friends and you're making new friends. Like, oh, man, I got I to gotta, I gotta remove one now. Yeah. <laughs> this there's one only so much space in so here. so much. Yeah. Um, so it's all My math. <laughs> <laughs> it is all math. But we talked a lot about, you know, next level lockers and what that looks like. Um, And we discussed it being something that begins with you and your heart in baseball. But it applies to all these athletes. Mm -hmm. It applies to kids who are, you know, they're they're coming out of high school trying to figure out, where am I going to go to college? How am I going to get discovered? How do I get seen? Mm -hmm. What do my data say? So... In, what in are the data
0: ways. points that coaches like?
1: And- what are the, yeah, and, and it varies with some different, with different coaching staffs, administrations, depending on how new school they are. Yeah. Well, they've all been forced to become pretty new school, or it's not going to work. You and see the ones ch- at the top. They yeah. all have it. We've been talking well, and to the go. And the transfer portal you know, has opened that up too, where it, it forces coaches to grow up, yeah. you know, and you can't just be this uh, drill sergeant in your, own, in your own little little dot on the map. You expand. Because those kids have to go somewhere else. It has, and and it doesn't mean that you can't be old school in teaching kids about discipline and about accountability and about focus and about um, teamwork mm-hmm. and not being so selfish. Yeah. And NIL has created a little bit of a, of a, a, I think, maybe a misrepresentation that that players are becoming more selfish because they are into social media. Yeah. When really, reality, they're just needing to market themselves. In fact, you can use it to demonstrate that you aren't a clown, that you aren't a self-absorbed
0: yeah. lunatic, You know that you're actually, you're actually a
1: reliable, smart, credible person. So I started to think a lot about when we started to develop our technology together and talked about a product called Credential.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Credential being your, your identity, it's, it's your hub. This is who i am these are what my interests are this is what i want to become and this is my time machine this is what i wanted to become when i was 12 this is what i wanted to become when i was 13 this is when i saw the light at 14 that oh maybe i shouldn't play this this and this maybe i should focus on these three things instead of these four things yeah. so kids start to learn about themselves but they learn more about themselves by what others say about them mm-hmm. and so the opportunity to Extract content has gotten more efficient. I mean, we couldn't imagine 20 years ago sitting here with a phone on a tripod, wearing a couple of wireless mics, recording something called a podcast. Yeah. The world moves as quickly as as a pitch. Yeah. And so and it spins.
0: And you're getting data pre-pitch.
1: <laughs> so so you to know, help you
0: do it, spin it better. It's moving. Be more fast. Efficient. Yeah.
1: And and the key to winning any game is how do you slow the game down and understand it, process it, leverage it. So we've started to develop together this yeah. thing called credential. Um, which is part of a larger product called GoatNet. Uh, But Credential is the core of it. Credential is the center of it because it's where a kid gets onboarded and it's not the same as being on Twitter or being on Instagram. It's more about understanding that this is how not only my story gets told, but how my teammates' stories get told. And it's not only about me as an athlete, but it's about me as a person. Mm-hmm. So they start to understand. The light bulb goes off. It's like, oh wow, my stats are here, and that's cool. And how I looked, how my swing looked at this age, that's cool. So there's a lot of eye candy that yeah. goes with having this credential. Yeah. But there's also that substance of personable engagement that gives parents comfort that okay, they're not on a platform where it's just about doing a random dance. We'll welcome the random dance here and there yeah. when we can figure out, yeah. you know, how that choreograph correctly. Yeah, how that mm-hmm. how that fits how that fits a person, but, you know, their walk-offs, their bat flips, all of that stuff is still real and what's where the world is, is going and, and and it's it's exciting. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So you want the fun to still be there. You're not trying to extract the fun. In fact, you know, we want to know more from a database standpoint about these kids so we can actually help position them for success, yeah. right? Just like you're positioning them on the field because they have great vertical movement or because they have an awesome spin rate and maybe this person should be a pitcher instead of a shortstop. I mean, the DeGrom story is great. I was yeah. talking to another great catcher. Another former Astros catcher, Kevin Davidson, about Degrom and sort of the story of Degrom and becoming a pitcher um, yeah. instead of a shortstop. Yeah, and and Garrett Cole going from the Pirates organization to the Astros organization and 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 learning a lot more about where which he we was talked about his I was a part miss. of that.
0: Yeah. Garrett Cole throwing, which we had that conversation. Yeah. and 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 here's some of the things too. Is is I think part of the content and responsibility of players. You say that the coming down player, if you will, yep. right, transitioning player. I think our responsibility in this content world, which you're seeing more of it, is to relay what I played and how I use that data. So it's not over-analyze, but we also teach them to use that on the field correctly. We teach them to use those data points to market myself correctly. And there's the business part. How do I make my these data points that make me valuable and getting my books paid for how can I leverage it now in NIL yeah there's how can I get me a subway card because it's a it's yeah, a, it's a real look, thing
1: there's it's, it was interesting so in in when I wasn't good enough to play I was almost lucky that I wasn't good enough to keep playing after high school I, I still have like these three great memories of my life one is preserving a no-hitter as a high school player another <laughs> is getting a game-winning hit in a tournament in in our AISD tournament down in Austin and another was um, winning the West Austin Youth Association Championship. So you all have your ceiling, right? So I had my ceiling and I was done after that point. And I wish I had some of those clips, you know, because I I can just talk them and, you know, remember them in my mind. But now we're going to a place where the video that's going to exist. But I was fortunate that I had this ceiling, again, pretty low. And (laughs) had to decide to do something else. But I was able as a college student to make money as a sports writer. Yeah, And nobody said, you can't make money as a sports writer. College is compromising the, yeah. integrity of the institution yeah. give me a break yeah. so these so these kids you're telling me these kids who play a sport and they're helping the institution make a ton of money that somehow they weren't entitled to to go they couldn't even go have a, a part-time job yeah. because it would look wrong so I'm delighted that NIL has come on because yeah. it's always been unfair that a kid who had a talent that was not athletics could get paid to go do something and no one would bat an eye but they have the same competitive Oh yeah. Drive so even the law school is like, hey, we want to say we're the best law school in the country, so we're going to help this kid get a, a clerking job at this law firm. Yeah, yeah. That was hell. That was going on. They yeah. were getting opportunities. So hallelujah that that's occurred. Yeah. But what we do with credential and we look at it and show kids, okay, get this credential because now we can package you with some other kids. It may be that the or offensive a university, one, yeah, an entire university. It could be that the the offensive line should be getting a deal with a uh, pest control company. Because they guard the house, they protect like your that. house, you so go. they get that deal, right? <laughs> and it could be that you know somebody who a cheerleading squad should be able to go get money from a root beer company because it's all about rooting. Yeah, and that wasn't as good. It was off the top of my head. So, but <laughs> there are these opportunities to find these niche, yeah, yeah. local, regional, and even national spots. And, and when
0: we, when you've talked about, because I know I've heard these ads talk to you when I get the privilege of being in these rooms, and they talk to you they keep talking about they want the experience and it seems universal on all throughout the university and and is maybe it's a thing that they're really pushing but i'm believing that every university really believes what's give these experiences with this NIL with businesses with our student athletes they all unanimously just like on the players side and the union and the MLB side yeah. we agreed that something had to happen and this is the agreement that that interaction with businesses to, to do that, it's nothing but good. It's like an apprenticeship to how to handle this fame or this I, I name think what, and I think image great, and likeness.
1: What, what NIL is great for the athletes because now they get to see how a business runs 360 degrees. They get to understand a role that they could have and envision that for themselves. Just like you can, you know, you visualize your day. How am I going to win my day? Well, how am I going to win my life? How am I going to win my career? And you know, they don't have to get too heavy about it. You know, again, you know, it's better mm-hmm. to have your antenna down while you're playing the sport but it reminds me a lot it's like the evolution a coaching staff has to go through the evolution that a team has to go yeah. through to understand okay how can we create more sustained success and that is to strategically do something like run a spread offense or run more rpos do these different things to you help. have a well-defined goal mm-hmm. you got to stay up keep up with the joneses pay attention with what they're doing and the same thing applies to nil so you see it a lot as they know defensively that hey my school's got to get with the program And have our collectives organized and in line to do this awesome thing so that players want to come here and they're not going to enter the portal and get poached by somebody who has a better collective strategy than we have. Mm -hmm. So they've opened their eyes the way a team has. So now this the sports mentality of competitiveness applies to something that it hadn't applied to before which is opportunity. The 99% of- percent too. Yeah.
0: All the the riders and everything that's around the game that had the passion for the game that I see. It's, yeah. oh, there's, I have this, I can be associated, if me and you were going this, I was the freak athlete, had some trouble with school and my credentials. I could outreach there where we could connect and do that. It has credentials as we build it as an athlete. It has aid, it has aid and stability on the things that I need and then also provides uh, assistance and guidance, aka to you. Like with you,
1: you're a great example, you know, of a lizard skin is kind of what I'm. Well, lizard skin's great, but I'll, you know, embarrass you a little bit and how you helped kids with Down syndrome and how you cared about these kids and you, you know, you were a person who had this passion and you didn't want to brag about it and advertise it. But the more you understand that, okay, hey, there's, there's a hundred other athletes in the country who have these credentials now, that have this this similar there's, cause I know there's mind. five of them out there yeah. yeah so now we can go put on a, mm-hmm. a celebrity golf tournament Kick with out, those hundred yeah. athletes together because they're aligned around that cause so mm-hmm. you know we have a chance to to have, show that purpose and help these kids identify that purpose they'll they'll be kids in high school you know this year right you know right, who lose a grandparent to cancer to a heart attack to uh an accident a horrible mm-hmm. accident and yeah. and they'll start to sort of see this light and become this person you the kids who you know Heaven forbid, you know, lose their parents at that age, but it happens. Yeah, and so it, it this is all about helping. You talk about hitting through healing and um, healing through hitting, mm-hmm. and understanding that okay, now we can come up with these different avenues to help somebody channel that that sadness or that depth and that that level of awareness that they weren't really necessarily fully prepared to deal with. Yeah. but they have an ecosystem that is aligned around these various purposes that people have. I mean, somebody who cares about. Homelessness and how, what do you do about that crisis? And how do you how do you solve that? Somebody cares about opioids because it's happened to an aunt or an uncle. Yeah. So let's talk about one that's near and dear to us in the military and first responders. Yeah, military and first responders. Uh, it's hard not to get excited and united around the opportunity to look at people who've also worn a uniform and who've had literally drill sergeants. Yeah, and they've come up through this disciplined system and process, and they get to a certain age where wait a second, now I'm not wearing the uniform anymore. I'm not on the battlefield anymore. And I'm, I, I have, it's all hidden figures, yeah. you know, the movie hidden figures was very instructive about you either revolve or dissolve, you know, um, you either know where you go. Yeah. So you better accumulate knowledge and you better have an
0: we'll understanding
1: adapt, of, of where the game is, where the ball is moving. So, you know, we have this opportunity right here where we can start, put a flag in the planet, align around NIL with local collegiate athletes, and having them participate along with other players in baseball programs and others yeah. that want to participate in building something that's really special and being involved with that, it's truly exciting because you start to understand in a world where pickleball is a term people hadn't uttered.
0: Oh, yeah. Four like what years was ago. that what was four that four years
1: ago pickleball it would sound like well is that is that like, like a sack saying? race? is that a what kind of perverted or?
0: thing did you just yeah. say right there you know?
1: yeah it's a sack race with you know fermenting yeah. the, um cucumbers <laughs> i mean what what does that mean so now it's a sport with a with an event up. in las vegas that's going to you know feature all of these you know legends <clears> of <throat> of uh, of sports and entertainment and whatnot so the opportunity for people to hatch ideas that have you know causes in their roots is a really exciting thing. The, yeah. the ability for someone to say, why not me or why not us, has never been greater to go and achieve that. It used yeah. to be you'd say that about the Red Sox who hadn't won since 1918, or you'd say it about the Cubs who hadn't won since 1908. You said it about sports teams, but now you can say about entrepreneurs yeah. that there's more and more people because of the connectedness they have through vehicles you know, like social media. See,
0: yeah, see, here, here's, here's my goat as we've toyed with this. Charlie O'Brien, the helmet, hockey mask. The hockey mask saved my ear. Uh, Brad Osmus sent me down his mask so I can play because I had a little tube. Thank goodness for Charlie O'Brien's invention of the That's hockey it. mask. Johnny Bench using the one-handed glove. Remember, we yep. were doing this. Yep. So thank you. I only had one foul ball off my yep. hand. Yep. as was a Johnny Bench. And then to be a part of, like I don't know, it was a product that went on the major league field.
1: Oh, absolutely! It's like just like
0: O'Brien, just like Johnny Bench, those are my goats and those stories. And here's here's the other thing. Here's my why. You say your purpose, which we you always bring to us in our in our business meetings, is this my purpose for products and making. So, Char- O'Brien, he didn't get what his cut on the helmet. Yep, I know Johnny Bench didn't get his cut on the one handed glove, and. I don't want to say it but i don't think what i did name image and likeness how i did a product i did it for show and the union lizard skin everybody knows where that could have went better there's a reason why i do it and you know this but
1: it's it's trust right it's licensing it's all the whole up you grow up in a in an era where it's like okay i just trust the coach to tell me i need to be there on time and do this so a player has a mindset of trust yeah because they're they're coached by people that they're supposed to trust
0: until, until so we don't you until have, we get burnt. And
1: then you have naivete about that though, because it's like, oh well in business, I guess I gotta trust that this person's handling it or that person's handling it. It's like a you know, it's like like these doctors. You get a yeah. specialist for all these different parts of the arm and the leg and the and the knee and the and the ankle and 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 yet doesn't care about the whole body. Same thing happens in business. I've got a business manager, I've got a finance manager, I've got somebody who does my taxes, I've got this, I've got, you know, somebody who's a CPA and somebody who's my lawyer, somebody who's my corporate lawyer, my personal lawyer, it's like, man, who's the general person that really cares about me? And the answer is, it's in the mirror. That you gotta have accountability for that and awareness about that and what kind of understanding of having a team to help you avoid getting taken. And to recognize that that team brings value and to say, you know what, that person's worth every penny because they've got my back. Mm -hmm. And even if it's a combination of people that add up to 30% or 40% or whatever, the, whatever that number is, it's appropriate. And just say, okay, these people have my back. Like I was thrilled in my 17 years at MLB to work with people in the ecosystem where it's like, I didn't get burned by trust. I mean, mm-hmm. some people could revise that history and say that I, that I, that I, that I'm upset about it in reality. The, the reality is I didn't get burned by trust. I had a, a great run there. We did amazing things. I have dear friends there. And for the most part, it worked because we had checks and balances of a lot of different people who did amazing things. And it was a team, and there was a focus on getting to the top of the mountain, but using the word optimizing your experience as opposed to maximizing. That optimizing is better for longevity of the idea as opposed to maximizing, which is sort of, you know, you're not thinking about the sustainability of what it is we're creating or your ability to go on and continue to innovate. So, you know, you get into this situation where, you got burned a little bit, but at the same time you had success from it. Yeah. That's it just learning. that's like. That, learning. That, that, yeah. that happens. And by, the, by the way, there's also changes in people who don't always have an understanding of what was promised and what yeah, was yeah. going on. And so, you know, I, I, I don't think that the world is a great giant conspiracy theorist platform. I just don't, no. I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I, I actually believe that a lot of times people get, um, Less than what they they feel like they deserved and what the, and what they might have deserved, simply because of all the different transitions and miscommunications or lack of communication and the number of moving parts in the universe. A lot of moving parts in the right. universe. And
0: with this nil and all these ancillary, there's a lot of that going there's on. There's a lot of that. You, so, but, but why, that? That's
1: why it's important. You need to have like a Guardians of the Galaxy type yeah. of mentality, right? Okay, who are the people with whom I'm going to go get in the dugout and put on the eye black and go try to win with? Yeah. So everybody has to do that. I mean, look, there there are some people who've just made it entirely on their own, and they've had people come in in the the coattails to do that. Um, And then, you know, there's sometimes there's people who are... are, uh, And so that's really the exception, right? I mean, the Bill Gates and Apple, and, you know, the exception. Uh, i read the book uh, That Will Never Work about Netflix. Great great book. Really enjoyed it. And it was written really by the co-founder, number two guy, who wasn't really the money guy. Yeah. And then there was the money guy. And the money guy and the person who had the idea, it didn't necessarily work out perfectly for the guy who didn't have the money. Go figure. Um, but he, he enriched himself a great deal. And he didn't convey a bunch of bitterness about that. He's like, you know what?
0: Learned and I'm going to
1: bask in the thing that I did control and not mm-hmm. fret too much over the thing that I lost control of. And so... I think that the story there, you know, of Reed becoming the guy who took over and, you know, managed it and wound up bringing in somebody else to be a CEO at some point and, you know, grew it into this amazing business. But in reality, that was very instructive, you know, yeah. for me to understand. Like you want to take care of a lot of people and you want to have a collective um, group of participants who are rewarded for what they've done. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you still have all these yeah. business issues and you gotta you gotta align yourself with people that are trustworthy and reliable and smart and responsive. And I appreciate you showing me your phone a second yeah. ago because because we got a phone call from a very important person and and we elected not to stop the show <laughs> to take the call. Um, and we're sorry. So the person who made the call will send you this clip and you'll understand why, maybe. <laughs> um, but, you know, so you find people though that you want to ride with and that you don't have to sleep with one eye open yeah. while you're involved with them. And you want people who, who approach it and respect it and are energized by it and are motivated and they show you with their actions that they are givers and not takers yeah and if you have people who are giving to the to the cause and understanding of it and respecting of it and great ambassadors for it every day you have the best chance at success that you can possibly have but that trust can't wane there will be moments of of darkness there'll be moments of 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 uh, insecurity there'll be moments of uncertainty But if you just align yourself properly, which is why I believe credential is so powerful, because it takes the metaphor of team sports and it applies it to whatever else you're trying to pursue. What's been most exciting to me is building out credential and having people share what it is they want to do in addition to what they've already accomplished at no matter what level. You start to understand, you know, I, I might wanna design buildings someday. And well, here are the guys who are interested in architecture. Here are the ones who are doing developments. You're the ones who can help you make that happen. When you, want, when you decide that's where you're going to go, I'm going to go on to be a doctor. I'm going to go on to serve and represent my country. You start to understand how to connect these dots. As a kid in Utah who connects to a, to a kid in Pennsylvania, and it's magic. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one of the great things about travel sports is when you go play in these events, this whole jersey swapping and all that thing that happens across these various sports, the friendships that kids make and the ability to filter and make smarter decisions about who you run with.
0: Yeah
1: can start to get addressed in a really great way. And yeah. this is the kind of credential is the kind of thing that can live with you, you know, going However. into sports, but it can stick with you in your in your professional life, which Correct. is the flaw. I think a lot of these other profiles and platforms that exist out there, that they get you for this tight window. And they really aren't part of this time machine that's got your back.
0: Yeah. It's not your it's not your ninety nine percent support, just the one percent where I think we're coming at it at a, a different vantage point. What, like what you said, this experience that I had with Lizard Skin and being part of that company and putting that product on the field, because I lined myself up with the right people in the way I did, I was able to pivot and move forward. And it's been a lot of what we build was that experience with the union and how it's grown, whether it was the amount of athletes that are licensed product athletes, all that stuff. Those experiences made it so that I can sit at a table with you you know, with my high school education because I've had in collective bargaining experience. That's a yep. that's a value. That's real life value. I'm I'm not I have not been to law school. I've had conversations with the highest attorneys in law, with Michael yep. Wiener, you and at the table and been at these experiences that law changes the way we do law because of some of the collective bargaining agreements I get to watch and have that experience. And to be able to articulate and have a credential to say, I'm not an attorney, but in my lane as an athlete, I can add value here. Yep. It makes me feel confident to say, hey, I'm not an attorney, but I have value here, and here's my lane, here's my story about it. And to my team as a collective moving forward, it makes me feel that I have, like, in this business world, I have credentials. I have help of my team that have this, this
1: yeah, united, I,
0: I... united uh, movement going forward, whatever the project. Or purpose. It's just
1: it's vital, right? It's vital to have. It's vital to have a team. It's vital to have checks and balances. It's vital to have the ability to brainstorm and and help somebody improve what it is you're trying to do, or for you to help improve what they're trying yeah, to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, and part. so it
1: works. It works all of those ways. And you know, we look at here, and, and the most fun I have with where we are and where we're going is now. As sponsors start to lean in and say, "Look, we're excited about being aligned with certain athletes and certain entertainers and certain people who are trying to achieve these things." And they, you know, they need help. And they're like, we want a new idea. Well, there's no better way to get new ideas than to cultivate them through all these different people who have this collective influence. Who are like, you know, I looked at it and was talking to a brand recently about a concept called team party. And the idea of these kids who are 11, 12, 13, 14, they have a team party at the end of every season. People are gathered around the pool. They're having a, having a great time. Their coaches are handing out ribbons. The parents are, are, you know, they've all gotten to know each other through the course of the season. I was like, well, what if we apply that to the, the same thing back in the day when every t- every team who won the Super Bowl would have said, hey, I'm going to Disney World. i want to say, coach, where's the team party? And now you're doing it for the volleyball t- program at a college. You're doing it for the hockey team at a college in the north. You're doing it for a, a baseball program wherever. And all of a sudden you're throwing a team party and a brand gets to do some product placement in that setting. And it's like, you can do that? I said, of course we can do that. And the coaches would love it. And the parents, I mean, these college teams have parents and players and coaches that the pro teams that go on and win a championship when those guys they're out of uniform they're all gathering for a party you imagine dusty bakers putting a, you know handing a trophy to to, to jordan alvarez for yeah. the home run he hit in game 6 and they're laughing about it and it's just a moment that's like that's a social media cut clip that's you know yeah and now you you can relate to now they're all acting like 12 13 14 15 year olds and people are gravitating to that yeah and the concept you know could really blossom yeah. I don't know how long that you know that concept rolls, but it's the applicable, way the content, it's applicable yeah. to college teams It's applicable to travel teams, it's applicable to so now your team party hashtag team party becomes a thing that you know is in common with what's going on at the top level. and it reminds the people at the top level, hey, I was once one of those kids gathered around the pool laughing at the team party at the end of the year, and we don't do quite enough of that. Was well, you know it does go on.
0: Oh, with I get remembered. back together.
1: You can do reunions of yeah. every every team you played for. We'd have to do twenty team parties. Yeah. But oh, you know, <laughs> but, we have, <laughs> but we have those teams. Yeah. I see it, oh, I see yeah, it every time we reconnect night. with a guy. We're sitting at dinner with Johnny Gomes and 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 with um Grilly. Jason gorilli And I, I didn't. I don't think I ate. I don't think I took <laughs> a bite because I was sitting. There, I was so entertained by by just a random story of, of Johnny. In um, a swimming pool. No, the oh, swimming pool. Oh yeah, yeah, pool. the swimming pool. It had nothing to do with oh, him yeah. in the uniform. It had to do with him in swimming pool. You went there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Night. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. And you know, there was like an iguana involved, and he has a great <laughs> clip. And we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll reenact it somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: But anyway, it, it's you see this, and you want to bring out sort of the the joyful, childlike excitement of it, so that it's relatable to the kids. So then, when it comes time for maybe the substantive piece of the puzzle, they're in another mode. Yeah. You want to show that the players are. You know more 360 the, degree yeah. people more and than
0: just the the game or what you see on
1: film. more than just the front of the baseball card and the and the back of the baseball card there's much more depth to it it's not 2d
0: yeah i mean which 2d 3d there's all sorts of technology <laughs> um heck i mean i can go on for hours because i'm already feel myself going let's down consider the this
1: part one of yeah let's know. do it
0: because is I just wanted—I wanted to throw this podcast with you out, doing some of the meetings with sponsors and stuff while you're in Utah and traveling around. I wanted—you're going to be somebody here around whether it's Mountain West baseball, whether it's going over to Marshalls, whether it's going over to DBAT in my area, Utah. You'll be circulating, circulating around and doing stuff. Whether it's events I do, obviously. I saw it at
1: Harmon's grocery store last yeah, night, yeah. and I was like, okay. I can. I can. He was hang, like, "This can, is the greatest can,
0: grocery store on the planet." I, hang, I was like, "Right."
1: I could hang out here a lot. I was like, "Hey, get my so." Holler there. at <laughs> us,
0: Harmons. Holler Harman's at your great. boy. We got an nil deal for we'll you. Put, but uh,
1: put in a call.
0: is going to be in and around. Obviously, the podcast. Reach out, ask questions. Parents, like, what do I get my kids? seen? do all that stuff from a technological. Send it our way. I'll put it out. I'll even ask Denon himself. You can see he's a wealth of knowledge. The way that he brings out ex- experiences. Uh, from my lens as a player, your lens is—he's a, a dad right now. He's got a kid Four swimming kids. right yeah. now in college, and so he has this view. And well, this- I got cross
1: country, and I have art. I have a—I have a chef for a daughter who played basketball and soccer. I have a, a stand-up comedian for a daughter in Manhattan who played soccer and basketball and ran cross country, and and I have a, a daughter who runs a yoga studio who played basketball and soccer and Leah you know, learned a lot through those experiences and they competed in dance. So this doesn't, you know, this is not just. Credentials like isn't jo- just baseball
0: we were saying, since yeah. this is a bit behind so, the disc yeah, podcast. But, you know,
1: these kids learning, you know, how to become, become great at whatever it is they do. It's, it's really applicable and helpful. And obviously I played baseball myself. My, my granddad built the Astrodome and was the yeah. first owner of the Astros. And usually I'd lead with that and talk about it probably too much, but at least in this case for this audience to understand that, you know I come at this from a, from a lifelong perspective of of baseball but a baseball stadium that was filled with things that were a lot more than Yeah I gave
0: I gave just mlb.com why don't you give a list of your credentials and then I'll close out I want give a who you are I said mlb.com and we're like yeah, give look, a we, credential we 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 did, we
1: did some we did some great things at mlb advanced media and we created this you know great technology that basically served streaming purposes for other like-minded intellectual property owners. And for me personally, it was, you know, born out of some great relationships. A friend who's out here in Utah, Kenny Kenny Krasner, who who came to us at baseball and talked to me about Major League Soccer and bringing us the opportunity to handle the websites for Major League Soccer. Well, that all snowballed into some really exciting other businesses beyond, beyond the baseball field. I had come from, you know, a family that had the astronauts sure. and my mom parlayed <laughs> Filling the Astrodome with everything that was not a baseball game, so she was the one persuading, making you know, getting people comfortable. Well, Elvis Presley or Frank Sinatra, um, all sorts of other performers. So you yeah, had like Dion, Thanksgiving dinner yeah. I mean, North you know, North. interestingly enough, I mean, I had I had very interesting like uh, North childhood North. As moving to California and and being raised around that whole scene.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, to have these dear friends, you know, a dear friend still to this day. Her dad was Don Adams, you know, who played, oh. you know, who was on Get Smart, Maxwell yeah. Smart. And these other folks who guys making horror movies, Brad Fuller, dear, dear friend grew up with him and uh, he's made all these amazing remakes of horror films and some of his own, some of his own franchises, the purge, the purge franchise. So Brad's just amazing and, you know, just does great stuff on and on and on. But to make a long story longer, I was like, (laughs) I was like, this is wild. Now I'm moving into this, this realm of baseball where. I'm able to work with all these people. And we did this movie with Will Ferrell where we played for 10 teams in oh, one day. Cool, it was training. It was a blast. You had like, Joe Madden was like saying we need to do more of this in baseball, et cetera. And it was just so fun. It was so eye opening and enlightening. and And the fact that we took this idea to stream concerts and rehearsals of different artists to doing the practice round of the masters to streaming the early rounds of March Madness before they were all on television on every different version of a, of a CBS channel or, or all the other rights holders. And you know, we were onto something great and knew that, you know, somebody like an ESPN, ESPN Disney came along and needed that so they could create ESPN plus and Disney plus, and we sold it. We made our owners a lot of money Mm -hmm. and you know, that was, it was their money. They put the money in to make it happen. It was about, you know, leveraging that and taking care of your stakeholders making people more successful, identifying ways to do that. So to be able to think that strategically, uh, it was an honor to be able to do that with a collection of people who were that talented and to identify some of them who've come, you know, one of them, Joe and came through the White Sox organization in scouting. And he was this genius who like had this amazing skill related to capturing content and distributing it in disruptive ways and doing it, in a, in a, with a level of innovation and sophistication that was special yeah and you know so he was an employee of jerry reinsdorf who was on our board and you know jerry knew that, that joe had this reputation as like you know he is like the the guy the, the mad scientist of our of our whole you know scouting innovative scouting but you know so you you get opportunities to work with people like that mm-hmm. and that's what that's what it's all about putting together the right team to make amazing things happen so I have this experience of, of team building and recognizing talent, working with that talent to do extraordinary things. And the, many have gone on to do other, st- George Cleavacos, now the commissioner of the PAC 12, George was running business development for us at MLB advanced media. Yeah. You now David, Yu, who was running product development for us, he was just, you know, super smart cat who had come from science and had this great background in working with this giant organization, that sort of built the guts of the, of the backbone of, of MLBAM. And so, You've helped so Joe Chody, who's still there. Joe Chody's still there, another catcher. So Joe yeah. Chody is still there. He runs tickets.com. Joe was a was a was minor league ball player. So um, you've made
0: credentials before. You've helped people make credentials successful before
1: then. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I think that there are many you know people successful in their own right. Yeah. And I take no credit for it. Collectively, um, with the right. I just purpose. think I think recognizing that life's a team sport. Yeah. And you know you you're trying to win and you have seasons you can look back on and smile about. You have moments you look back on and you'd like to correct yeah. this life, right? And, and, and so, do like, you... We've done that and we did that at MLB and, and we're doing that now. I also had the experience, I had the experience at Alliance of American Football so, you know, seeing what a startup league looks like and learning a lot from that yeah. and really seeing the you know, investors and understanding their expectations and understanding some of the shenanigans that, that, that go on um, in those cases or the revising of the story to make it appear that it was maybe worse than it, worse than it yeah, was. Yeah. There's just nuance to all of this and you learn from all of it. And if you, if you don't learn from it, you know, you're not going, you're going to yeah, repeat those mistakes, yeah. that definition of insanity thing. Right. So you just have to make sure that you, that you sharpen, sharpen your tools as you go. So, you know, what we're doing now, I feel like we're putting together a, a, a fantastic team and the people out here have been you know, just wonderful supportive and and there's an energy here i i like places that have chips on their shoulder and you know i live near oh. philadelphia so mm-hmm. i've been commuting to new york oh. and you see that right? I'm, I'm from houston and houston born with a chip on its shoulder and they use that you know to to drive to create energy They're energy capital of the world because that energy is based on a chip you know oh, I gotta, not, not just a microchip i think like, everybody
0: knows me around utah and when I would go to spring training, it'd be cold. I'd have a chip on my shoulder because there's not many people coming out of Utah. Yeah. I have this chip. I feel like that's Well, you chip. don't. And you, and you see, have you an NBA team, but here, you don't have
1: yeah. an NFL team. You don't have an MLB team. You've got a great chip, AAA franchise. And I that's feel like there's sideways. this athletic chip here. There clear, is, but, yeah, but but it's like okay, so lean into city. what you are right now. So you are an Olympic city. I
0: think we're you know? a, major a, a major league.
1: city. You are a major league city. I
0: think we should have. I have a chip on. We should be a major league city. So I'll yeah. go get that done, Mister Denny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You know <laughs> call, what? Called Manfred. You guys yeah. are tight. I'm sure yeah. he's in there, one one click away. Uh,
1: I'll, <laughs> I did send him. I sent him a note when he got the commissioner job, and I was just. It was one of my favorite notes I'd ever written anybody because I don't know that he had thought of it when yeah. I wrote it, and I got a quick thank you right back, um, including for my boss who I cc'd. But it was just that, you know, congratula- you know, congratulations, can't wait to see your autograph on the official Major League Baseball. That's cool. And you think about, it's like, a did, that, did that occur to the, you know, when he got it? I'm sure it, I'm sure it did. I'm not going to take, take credit for his happiness yeah. in getting that gig. But it was like, I hadn't thought of it until I wrote that. But yeah. I was like, how many people have gotten to have their name, you know, scribbled out yeah. the way they sign it? On a on the on the major league I, baseball i
0: feel assent, like with the gold
1: card they're, they're going to grow the gold. game i'm telling you the future of the game I agree. has never been more exciting i mean it's going to grow internationally it's going to grow domestically and frankly markets like this do make a lot of sense a couple other ones that are that are obviously interested and excited about it um you know there's some complicated issues with stadiums and potential relocations and all of that sort of thing so never say never okay yeah, still do, there, Utah. I still Yeah, I think that I think that you know, you grow and you show the show the capability okay. um, to support big events. And I think we can be a part of, of that. And we can be a part of that here, I we know can we be a can. part of it in additional additional markets and show that you know, you can do you can sort of Savannah your Savannah banana your way okay, to like that. to getting getting discovered. Um, and I believe that that's part of, of of the magic of what can go on with, you know, people like you leading the charge and helping to make it happen, you know, not just here, but elsewhere.
0: Well, thank you. Speaking of Savannah Bananas, maybe that'll be in our next podcast. I am joining Savannah, we're playing against Savannah Bananas. So
1: work on your dance moves. I you know, I know you're, this you're is a whole, to... like I
0: said, I went to work on this content thing to educate everybody around here. You can see, I'm not throwing out a lot of education, or a lot of social media stuff but I'm educating myself to find the right stuff to put ourselves by as skate to the puck him being the puck that's best educate ourselves of how to, to uh, best equip ourselves of what's coming. And there's, you've done it already with data metadata and, and, and with major league baseball and advanced media. And I think the youth and the credentials and what we got coming and the things that you're putting on your goals to do, I'm excited to be a part of and, and look forward to, being a part of it.
1: Right back at you, man. So thank you.